Welcome back to the Weasel Guys. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Weasel. Mike, how are you? Hey dude, how's it going? Good bro, how are you? How are you? Well, we can't even do a proper intro. Can't even do a proper intro by some artificial intelligence that's upset by how we misrepresented them. Like we were like just talking and then we got too too into thinking about how what like how we should do the intro and it just came off really insincere. How are you? Mikin? Mikin? How are you? Mikin? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh there we are. You're back, buddy. Another week, another weasel. Uh yeah, so Black jokes and Mexican jokes are all the same. Once you've heard Juan, you've heard Jamal. <laughs> I think I've heard this joke before. <laughs> I forgot you guys don't have black people there. That's weird. Oh, we do, actually. We got heaps. <laughs> not, not a lot of Mexicans. No, not a lot of Mexicans. More, more Guatemalans, uh, Cubans. <coughs> weird shit. Actually, there is a lot of weird like, um, like mm. nationalities here, right? I don't even know what they are. I'm just well, I just I don't see them. I see them as something. They could be Aboriginal. They could be fucking Asian. They could be American. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> And they're a large, uh, like, what is it, the the Philippines? Like, so, like, Filipino people Mm. come over there, and, and like, and, like, that's our, and, like, that's y'all's version of Mexicans. It's like, they're they're taking our jobs. I've got a a friend I used to work with. He's, I'm pretty sure he's Filipino. I'm not real sure, but I put him down to being Filipino, and I've had, um, I've said to him a couple of times about that's why I have Chinese friends like you so we can understand <laughs> the culture. <laughs> and then the last time I put him down to another nationality a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, this is why, this is why I need people from your culture. To... <laughs> this is why we need Persians. All right. He's <coughs> like, I'm not even Chinese. I'm Dutch. I just dye my hair black. <laughs> <laughs> Tall Nordic man, <laughs> Filipino, <laughs> must be. Um, well, that brings up a good, a good question, uh, Steve. What the fuck are you? Are you are you a hundred percent Australian born fucking muscle or what? Well, you're ninety nine percent, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my old man was Pommy, um, and I think uh, real mum had a bit of German or something behind her. So I don't know what I am. I was Australian. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, your dad's, dad's, dad's a bit pommy. Um, mum was Aussie. What does pommy mean? Oh, English. English. <laughs> oh, that's what that means? Yeah. 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 Oh, pommy, yeah. whinging pommy bastards. <laughs> I'm getting real, real penal-colony vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, I'm probably more of the convict sort. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't really. No, I didn't think you were a guard. No. no, not a guard. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> a long line of criminals, you know. 
They don't really, um, they don't really do that as much here as they do in the States. Where in the States, I'm like, it's like, oh, I'm Czech, Irish, American, or I'm African American. But here, it's just, you're Australian, or you're fucked. (laughs) Yeah, you know. You talk about the, the, like, the slang, the slang, the slurs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we slur everyone. I think we've always we got a we got a slurred name for most people that look different to us. <laughs> <laughs> even even your friends are cunts. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And those are your friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, more contextual. I think, I think Mike can explain it. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I think you explained it to me one time that uh, you can have. You can have a, a good cunt, you can have a cheeky cunt, and I think you can have a shit cunt. Yeah, you can have a tough cunt. They can be tough cunts. They can be... <laughs> <laughs> Just bad cunts. Bad man. cunts. Fat cunts. Yeah, bad cunts. Tiny cunts. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right till you come across a smelly cunt. Yeah, yeah, you know, steer away from the smelly cunts. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> Well, Steve, I uh, I want to thank you for joining us today. We're on a real kick here at the Weasel that we're we're doing some interviews with our boys. Uh, I had a boy on last week. We discussed uh, all manner of his sexcapades, so that'll be tough to top. But good luck to you. Um, thanks. About, thanks uh, for having just a, me. Just a little bit of. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You better make some good content, Steve. Just, uh, <laughs> Yeah, don't fuck this up for us. <laughs> but, um, how about just a, just a little bit about your background? The, I guess, uh, I don't even know how old you are. You look like oh. anywhere between God. 32 and 55. <laughs> I, I am. I am exactly in, be- <laughs> I, I am in between that. <laughs> I'm, I'm 42 at the moment. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah, 42. Uh, I just, uh, I guess I'm here because I drifted here because I, I just drift. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a path of least resistance uh, kind of person, I think. <laughs> from from job to, from to job house. To job, that's to... What I would have I would have prepared for my appearance today on the podcast, but like most things, um, I just don't put in any effort. Really. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the right place. <laughs> I, I, could, I could be passionate about something, but really not put in much effort at all. Just. <laughs> Why, why do you think that is? And then... Don't know. Don't know. Uh, effort's hard. <laughs> <laughs> effort's hard. Yeah, well, and yeah. it's not guaranteed to get you the results you're, you're, you're trying to get. <laughs> just, just getting... No, that... <clears throat> no, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Because, like... Cause, I mean, that's something that I struggle with, too, as far as, like... None of this shit really fucking matters, but I still want to have like a life of, of passion and fulfillment, even though nothing fucking really matters. At the end of the day, we're all just little ants and the sun in the sky is going to burn out at some point <clears throat> and it's not going to matter for shit, any decisions or indecisions that you make. So might as well go with the flow, baby. Yeah, I think so. And I've had, you know, you've been, <laughs> I haven't had the easiest life as a result because 
I've made not a lot of effort to make it easy, but I've enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I've enjoyed it, and at the end, mm. I'll sit at I'll sit at the same table as you know people who who have made effort and uh, tried and mm. consider themselves successful and mm. things like that. You know, you sit at the same table with them, going, "Well, I just." Fucking drifted here. We're <laughs> at the same table, man. I, I floated in. We're doing the same shit right now. You're eating caviar. I'm eating a caviar knockoff. I'm eating caviar. Right. I didn't pay for it. You, you just paid for it. Thanks for the success. Uh, just drifted right in. Drifted right in. So. And then, so you guys met at the at the nursery, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Tell me about tell me about the moment that you met that you met Torin, and you realized that this was going to be a, a soul a soul baby bound to you for a while. Oh, straight away, I was sitting straight away. Honestly, it was, <laughs> I was sitting there with some other bloke who he'd come in. He was on his second stint there. He'd already worked there and then come back in. Um, and Torrance, the first person to kind of just walked up and says good day and talks to you like a, a fellow drift, <laughs> fellow driftwood. <laughs> hey, you got a, you got a piece of driftwood there? I got some rope. Let's tie that shit together. <laughs> yeah, 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 so I, I kind of appreciated that. He just reached out and um, yeah, and I, we kind of just got along straight yeah. up. So. Yeah, because it was fucking hot that day, too. It was hot. sitting out there waiting and for, like, fucking, what, 20 minutes outside the front of the office? Going for new jobs never fun. You no, always go, eh. Yeah, you're like, oh, fuck, we're going to listen to fucking this, this I've dickhead. Make, I've got to make fuckwits. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's one of those things, like, when you live here in Australia, you go and you do well more jobs than anywhere else in the world i think like i've worked fucking probably seven or eight different jobs since i've been here i think most aussies have the same thing where they just go from job to job yeah i've got an exceptionally high number of jobs that i've had (laughs) (laughs) i think probably 10 years ago i put it down to about 31 jesus christ different jobs i've had (laughs) <laughs> does your resume like read the it, it, it used to be and, and then I realised there's no point going to the effort of making a resume <laughs> well they don't fucking read it anyway yeah, I read it no. you've got to you put in one fucking thing and you you've got to rely on yourself I guess to get the job your face to face interviews they'll either mm-hmm. like you or hate you and decide yeah. You got the job. I don't think it matters too much. Well, definitely not with the jobs I've applied for. Mm. There's no real skill been involved. So I haven't had to list university education or anything, <laughs> which is good because that'd be a short list of nothing. <laughs> 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 Just cross that out. No. Education? University. What? <laughs> What was your uh, favorite job? Oh, I've I've hated most of them. <laughs> I think, like honestly, I've probably had most fun 
doing doing plans at the at mm. the nursery. I think one of my first because one of my first jobs when I left school was also working at a nursery. I did a traineeship. I think I was getting paid two hundred bucks a week then. Um, which probably isn't too bad for 17, 18 year old in more than you can use at seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, or should be able to. Well, I could yeah. use it. <laughs> <laughs> we found things. <laughs> yeah. But um, BB baby, <laughs> it was fun. I don't think it. Oh, working on the radio station, which wasn't really a real job, it was work experience. I've done that. That was pretty fun. I enjoyed that, despite not having like. The people there were okay, but um, the thing that made the nursery work probably one of the better jobs was the crew we're working with. Mm. Good, good people, funny. Yeah. Fucking probably hated the job as much as Any everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Did it, did it though, you know? Not, yeah. No no slackers, no people slacking yeah. off. Just yeah. yeah. And the ones that did didn't last long either. No. The one, there were a few slackers, and we've just pushed them out. Game of Thrones mm. style, you know, cut their throats and fucking leave them in the strawberry patch, <laughs> chuck them in the hopper, chuck all that shit in the hopper. <laughs> uh, workplace bullying is bad. Yes, don't, don't do don't it. Bully people unless you really don't like. Them. <laughs> unless you really don't like them, you really want them to leave. Oh, Some people are just fuckheads. They're asking yeah. for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it, yeah. I mean. It looked like a lot of dudes from the from the nursery had like had like weasel T-shirts, and I was taking some photos together, and I was like, oh, "Those are some good cunts right there." Yeah, that's what I said. Well, yeah, it was. We, they were they were good cunts. Mm. Still are actually. Some of them and, were smelly cunts. Yeah, yeah. most of them were smelly cunts. Yeah, but yeah. you can be a good cunt and a smelly cunt. That's the thing about being a cunt. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a smelly cunt, you. You have to be a good cunt because if you're a smelly cunt and an asshole, pff, fuck, dude, no way, no, unlovable. <laughs> Torn didn't even smell that bad, you know. So I was, <laughs> yeah. In comparison, bro. bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no way, dude. yeah. I lived with with uh, with Torn in a a tiny room, shared bathroom for one year straight, and I don't think I've ever smelled shit like that. Well, he must have made a, like, he made an yeah. effort to turn up to work then and you know, come clean <laughs> at the start of the week at least. <laughs> Two, maybe I've three showers a day. Dude, dude, like you'd get like salt rings on your like <laughs> on your t-shirt where you were sweating at. Like you could literally see a deposit of mineral on your like on your clothes. And I was like, Jesus. What, Christ, what was his man? diet like? What was he eating? <laughs> do a lot of energy drinks and i'm smoking a lot of uh cigarettes and and chewing a lot of tobacco as well it must have been the chewing tobacco i think it was the chewing tobacco that shit was foul oh yeah that shit was definitely foul jonah drank at one time chewing tobacco yeah yeah yeah. that, yeah. Was, really, that was really fucking fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my tobacco <laughs> spit <laughs> <laughs> nice he was Sitting there like spitting in like cans of, of like, empty like, pineapple like, juice. Cans. Of, yeah, it was pineapple juice, and, and they're just little cans, and we were crushing them and leaving them. And then Mike and was spitting in one of them, and then got like like me and him were face to face, dude. And then like I picked up the can, like we were in the middle of a conversation. I take a sip, and then I realized that the the consistency <laughs> of pineapple juice was not. 
whatever I just put in my fucking mouth. <laughs> and, um, me, and, like, me and Mike had the same realization. Because I looked very confused. I was like, huh? And then Mike and, and I realized at the same time what was in my mouth. And he, and he just goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what else can you say? Like, it's not my fault, but it is, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little kid stepping on a landmine you left there on accident, you know? <laughs> you feel bad, but ultimately, uh, yeah, what can you do? <laughs> do you think Do you think someone else's spat out chewing tobacco would be worse than, like, a whole can? You know when people dump their dumpers, the cigarette dumpers, into a can? Oh, yeah. And then halfway through the night, you just pick up that can and oh. accidentally take a swig out of that. <laughs> Oh man, it's always half full of beer and it's just warm as piss. A couple of flies. If it's been there, if it's not today's, it's probably got a cockroach in it. (laughs) That's what we call a twofer. I would much prefer that than to than to Mike and Stick. Whole can of fucking tobacco flavored Mike and <laughs> that like worked its way down. It raked itself across every fucking taste bud of my <laughs> like a dog scraping its ass on the ground. <laughs> and, and at that stage, you get more than just taste. There's other senses kicking in then as well. You've got. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, it's a high like I've never experienced. I'm, like, I'm always chasing that dragon. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I keep you as a friend, so I can so I can mine your spit. Just in case one day. Milk you for spit. Milk me for yeah. spit. Ugh. <laughs> That's fucking foul, dude. <laughs> he wouldn't take much milk in too. I reckon he just voluntarily, you know, I've got too much spit. Today I'm giving up something. <laughs> you can have it. Look, here's half a here's half a gallon or a spittoon. <laughs> can I claim it back on tax? Yeah. Fuck yeah, you can. Fuck yeah, dude. Claiming that shit back on tax. <laughs> Donated spit. <laughs> Thanks, bud. You're welcome. Um, Steve, 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 I wanted to get back to you. Um, I I did put a a note down here, and all I wrote was toad. Toad. <laughs> <laughs> Would you care to elaborate? Uh, I've got to. Oh yeah, I've got to think back on this. The toad story. I was going to work. I'm driving trucks at the moment. Um, people I work with are shit. Well, no, they're all right. I won't say that because last half I through this story, my, I accidentally rang my boss, and he was listening in. <laughs> Yeah, we were, um... Last time you were having a drink, yeah. last you called your bond. Yeah, because I got to the part of this, the Toad story where I was like, oh, hey, Siri, ring Scott. Now I'm looking at the thing. Don't... Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do you it. just did it again. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I've got to admit that part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just said it again. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna turn my phone off. <laughs> um, you know when you accidentally ring someone and they only listen in for oh they real yeah thirty seconds or something they realize hello 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 realize that they're not actually talking to you or have accidentally called you and they hang up. The boss rang me the next right. morning after telling this story and um, he said, 
well, I went back and looked at the time, and the phone call lasted for about three and a half minutes. He was sitting there listening to her, to me talk shit on a Friday night for three and a half minutes. Anyway, what had happened was, I went. It was about a little bit of light rain, and I was out outside, and I noticed a few too many toads in the backyard. So I decided, well, good night to cull a couple, and you know, I humanely do it with the samurai sword. <laughs> it's the most it's it's the most humane way of killing toads. You don't want um Peter suffering, yeah. Yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. don't want suffering of the toads or anything. No, no. And I'm not as good are you, are you stabbing these toads? Well or are you like throwing them in the up in the air and then doing like, like fruit slice? ninja? I I used to be able yeah, to um just kind of golf club them and slid them slid them apart on the ground but the sword's not as sharp as it used to be and i'm not as sharp as i used to be with the sword so at this stage i'm just trying to fucking plus i think i'm a little bit blind but <laughs> so i'm trying well, you are now <laughs> yeah <laughs> before i started executioner <laughs> Dude, on paper, your resume for toad execution reads, dull sword, <laughs> out of practice, <laughs> a little bit blind. <laughs> You're hired. Dude. See, this is one of the, this is one of the jobs I leave off the resume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway, so I'm stabbing a couple and. A f- Flicking them over the fence when I'm done towards the neighbours or out the back or wherever. Um, a couple of big ones are easy. They're a bit dumber. They stand there and let you stab them. And they're good targets. You know, I can see them. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm coordinated, coordinated enough to, um, to stab them through some sort of part of the body, which I'm assuming is going to fuck them up, if not kill them. Yeah. Although I have stuck screwdrivers in the top of their heads before and left the screwdriver in the ground. And somehow they've uh-huh. just fucking hopped and hopped and hopped until the screwdriver's fucking out of the ground. And then hopped away with the fucking screwdriver in their head. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost, and I'm talking about like a big screwdriver's like fucking, you know, uh, 20 centimetres they're long. They're fucking resilient, Kane too. I know. They're resilient as fuck, man. They don't die, dude. Well... And, and something to note about this particular toad is is not as chill as the as its American counterparts, right? Like like this toad will can have the ability to harm you. Is that correct? Well, yeah, they've got venom glands uh, pretty much all over them. They got big two great big venom glands on their shoulders, and um, they puff themselves up like most animals, make themselves look a bit less stabbable. Um, <laughs> <Unsuccessful>. <laughs> I mean, you got a samurai. You got to puff yourself up pretty big before you don't fucking samurai that fucker. <laughs> the bigger you are, I'd say, the more likely you are to get samurai. <laughs> anyway, this particular fucker, I was trying to get. I think I already had about two or three toads on me on the samurai, and then this fucker is trying to hop underneath the fence. So I've had to go a couple of goes at him. So I'm swinging and I'm chopping and I'm poking and stabbing, and he's he's fully popped. He's fully 
you know, engorged. And his venom glands are just leaking everywhere. And he's he's just spat some venom straight at me, right in the fucking eyeball. And I, it wasn't just a little bit. It was it was a lot. I felt it splashing into my eye. <laughs> and instantly, apart from the thought of going, shit, I've got toad venom in my eye again. Oh, <laughs> it starts burning. Like, it's really stinging. I was... I, Carried on, I killed him and maybe one of his mates. Flung <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. him yeah, off no, the thing. My... That was my question, yeah. Like, I was like, whoa, you got him. I got him. Right. Yeah. I had to get him then. Top of the food chain. That's right. <laughs> Otherwise, who won that? He won. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's blinded a human and he's fucked off free. Probably mated. Had about 1,300 fucking toad, fo- toad tadpoles that night. <laughs> it was a busy night yeah. for that king turd. Well, that breed. Would have been anyway. Worse than rabbits. Yeah. Fucking cunts. Anyway, yeah, so I had this. I was envenomated in the eyeball. <laughs> And it would just start getting worse. I couldn't do anything. So I went in, flushed it out for a bit, and uh, then eventually had to have a shower and just drench it because it was really stinging. It was really red. It wouldn't stop weeping. Um, <laughs> anyway, so after my shower, I thought, uh, well, that's that's right. I feel a bit better. I'm okay. So I eventually go it's, to. It's probably gonna be all right at any point did you think to google i did google actually i i did google uh the effects of cane toad venom and it said to seek medical advice it can fuck you up (laughs) like it can it can do real damage to your to your nervous system and probably eyes i've had it in my mouth before and it swells up your whole throat and Mm. (laughs) it's not nice do you uh do you trip out at all no they're not nah psychedelic nah it Fuck. just hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a different type of high. <laughs> man, man, I'm like, I'm like picturing like, like in your closet, you have like just cane toad, <laughs> just like eyeballs like strung along a line. No, you well, know, and you're like, fuck cane toad. Like when I when I was a kid, cane toad. When I was a kid, I I, I used to have. Um, well, at one stage, I probably had a pocket. Full of eyeballs um, <laughs> from about 15, 20 uh-huh. cane toads. You know, so I got a good 30 eyeballs in me pocket swimming around in the dam, just thinking, I don't know, I'm going to fucking catch them. I'm going to bash them with rocks <laughs> and I'm going to pop their fucking eyeballs. I think I was hitting one with a rock when I realised sometimes if you get them in the right spot, the eyeball pops out. And I'm like, oh, cool. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I probably used a device. I'll start collecting. I think I'll start collecting fucking cane toad eyeballs. That only went on Dude, for a I'm... day. I'm just imagining that, like, inside of the cane toad lair. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I assume they burrow somewhere. I'm not sure, but inside there's a fucking photo of you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Our great enemy, yeah, it's Steve. <laughs> the samurai sword. <laughs> samurai Steve made an appearance last night. Showing Beware tri- this weekend. Attributes of long-term violence against toads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then what happens? Like, so you well, like oh. children. 
Oh, sorry. Of... I was just going with this metaphor. <laughs> then there's like children of toads that, that are like, like. Yeah, they're generational. They tell yeah. stories. They sit around yeah. Yeah, <laughs> blind. Like, Some of them have only got one eye and they're like, fuck it. <laughs> Shut up, Grandpa. That ain't real. <laughs> you can't even see. How do you know what he looked like? I'm still looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Every night I go to sleep, he's there. Oh, fuck. So, anyway, yeah. so I went off to bed. I'm happy with my cane toad hunt for the night. Because uh, we're trying to get frogs. Oh. The thing is, the frog, they, cane toads scare off the frogs or something. Or I don't know what they do. And gang gang war, violence against frogs. Man, bloods and crypts kind of shit. Anyway, I not off to sleep. And I think I'll be okay. Um, I wake up at four o'clock next morning to start... Uh, driving the truck down to the city, which is an hour. I've got an hour drive in my truck. And as I turn the truck on, I notice it's got no tail lights and it's also got no dash light. So I can't see the dash light. I can, I've got headlights and that's it. Um, and also nice in my truck. early morning wanderings, I started to realise I can't really fucking see that well out of my left eyeball. And I'm like, ah, she'll be right because you know I wear glasses. I've got astigmatism at the moment. Um, which, yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I think oh, it's probably just the astigmatism. The the sleepier I am, the worse me me eyeballs and lenses shape together. You know, so I'm. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. It's probably not the venom. It's not the venom. No. <laughs> not the venom. How could it be? So I'm driving down the road and I'm thinking, now I really can't see fuck all. And I'm start doing tests to myself. Like, there's great big um, traffic signs uh, along the highway where we have big green signs and they've got, you know, the next turn off and where, you, right. you know, five, five k's to this turn off, five k's to that turn off. Well, it's probably different to, for each turn off, you mm-hmm. know. It's probably... Six Ks to the next one, not five for both. Maybe seven. Yeah, seven <laughs> there's not three there. turn offs yeah. that are all five Ks. Yeah. <laughs> three turn offs. Right? Oh, 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 Jesus Christ, what am I going to do? Only five more Ks to go. It's okay. <laughs> but anyway, when I covered. Fucking Australian architecture. <laughs> yeah, it's over there, it man. Sa- it, saves, it saves a lot of money on printing when you just put 5Ks for every inner six. <laughs> you can't fuck it up. No. no. <laughs> What's this one going to be, mate? Oh, I'll put 5Ks on today. <laughs> Friday Arvo, mate. <laughs> anyway, so I cover me right eye, which is me good eye that I can see out of. And I realise that these signs are all just a green blur. As I'm driving down, trying to guess my speed, because I can't see the speed limit. (laughs) I can't see the dash lights. I've got nothing going on here. I've got great... The biggest thing I can go on is these green traffic signs. And I can't even even make them out until about 50 metres away. So I'm thinking... "Eh." Maybe I'll ring the boss, and I won't say the words I used <laughs> <laughs> to get that phone call to happen. Because sometimes the phone call happens yeah. when I use those words. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
this is the fifth time I've told this story, and um, it's the first time I've actually learnt. It <laughs> <laughs> was like the fifth time you've called me. <laughs> Not today. Uh, no, you, no. Did, you did, though. Oh, well, I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're still zero for five, Steve. <laughs> this is a new day. This is a new telling. This is a. This is one example... <laughs> the words are just the technology's fucking bullshit, man. I should be able to say something without my phone ringing my boss. Y- yeah, you, you should, Steve. Yeah. I'm gonna write that down for later because I'm curious. Imagine that when it comes to the just the thoughts when we're neuralinked and we've just got a thought process and you're thinking that part of the story. The boss is getting wrong. Anyway, <laughs> they'll break him and said, "Look, man, I'm fucking half blind." I said, "I'm on my way." on my way into work and I did my day's work I did have a real shitty job in the afternoon he'd line me up with and he cancelled that for me so I'm like sweet I'll get out of of doing the beer run Uh, I've just got to do my little flower run and then go home without crashing into anybody which which is a real concern when I'm driving a a vehicle bigger than expected bigger than I'm used to and your depth perception but anyway, that's the toad story. <laughs> Did you ever go to the doctor for your own? Nah. Is it better now? Yeah. How much better? <laughs> like, <laughs> good. Yay! <laughs> Fucking sakes. Oh. <coughs> I'm going to go uh, uh, intermission real quick. I'm going to go run and grab some more ice. I'll be right back. Yeah, run, dude. That's that's such a fucking good story. So you really had you really haven't gone in like is your eye actually getting better or oh, it was is it better, back, it back was to better normal by now? the end of that afternoon? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it didn't do permanent damage to you anyway. No, and it, the thing when I looked on the website it said can do temporary uh, vision loss. And I'm like, oh, mm. temporary. I can live with fucking temporary. Temporary, that's <laughs> just temporary, you know. <laughs> temporary temporary. <laughs> That shit just stops. It didn't take how long, whether it was like three months. <laughs> 17 years, but then it's gone after that. 17 years, and you'll be fine. You'll actually have better vision. One day, maybe that's how we... <laughs> maybe instead of LASIK, we just start using cane toad right. venom. I recommend it. <laughs> a couple drops here, a couple drops there. Well, you appreciate being able to see after that short period of time just you know 48 hours imagine bloody 17 years how grateful you'll be small dose every day a micro dose of toad poison it heals your retinas but it makes your brain a bit dumb mm. like if you could fix your vision perfect but you had some horrible side effects I don't know. The horns kind of played out, but imagine like some other horrible side effect. Oh, what do you got? You got a horrible side effect? <laughs> no, I have a uh, a brilliance that occurs. So I, I I think if you take enough toad venom to the eye, you eventually develop a fucking third toad eye, uh... just right in the middle of your forehead, in which you unlock the secrets of the universe. Right. Yeah, you can have the secrets of the universe. <laughs> Or, or, wouldn't you prefer 
just like a great big venom sack. <laughs> you could just boom, bro, venom. You could, yeah, you could just envenomate, and there's nothing like you're not doing it on purpose. So there's no, there's no jurisdiction. You can't be fined for it or put in jail. You can just go around envenomating people. Go, oh, I didn't mean to. It's me sack. It's me sack. <laughs> Honestly, if I got the choice between a venom sack that sprays randomly on my neck or the secrets to the universe. Venom sack, right? That's a top five. Yeah, it's hard, dude. Dude, dude. Venom sack almost did. I think you gotta consider No nah, but no nah, but it's not it, it's not random. It's not random. You just say it's random. So you've got the power there of being able to purposely purposely envenomate. Anyone you like, and put it down as an action. Just write it off. Oops. 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 <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> My bad, dude. I've got an incontinent venom sack. My bad, bro. <laughs> you it just does that. You're driving down the road in a 60k zone or something, and there's cyclists on the side of the road. <laughs> and that, you know, three wide. And it's taking you ages, holding you up for a good 30 seconds to get past them, you know? Really fucking your day up. Oh, <laughs> <Lord>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate those fucking people. What the fuck, dude? You just drive past, roll down your window a bit. Give <laughs> 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 Boom. Boom. <laughs> 12 cyclists down. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, like, what I'm imagining is is I'm I'm feeling confident and successful after I murdered 12 cyclists. <laughs> and then, and then, out on the horizon, as I'm driving, I see, a, like, the, like, the sun sets coming up, and I see a silhouette of a man holding a samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Samurai Steve? <laughs> shit! <laughs> and sure as shit, dude. There he is. You can't wait to fucking stab my sack. You're right. Let's, let's go with the secrets of the universe. <laughs> wait, if you've got a third eye on your forehead and it's a frog eye, is it like a like a actual frog eye are you receiving the frog eye plus the secrets of the universe or i it... i forgot about the eye i forgot about the actual frog eye part <laughs> that's, that's, that's a downfall yeah that's one of the negatives right <laughs> like you can close it but you've still got a oh fucking yeah frog eye i, I know a lot of shit now <laughs> What are you Imagine trying to like, make love to your mistress? Then you're fucking. You can't keep your frog. It it doesn't close. It doesn't. It's it's just got a waterproof lid that goes over like that and makes it look even more fresh. It's still looking at you all. The time. Stop looking at my frog eye, babe. I can't help it. It's just there. Yeah, my eyes are down here. Yeah, so it's oh, back to the venom sack then. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's sad. I can think of yeah. a million more things I could do with the venom sack than I could do with the the secrets of the universe. You know, like what do you do yeah. with the secrets of the? You know everything. All right, cool beans. Like, what are you gonna do? Go invent the next thing? But you already know somebody's gonna invent something after that. So what's the point? That's why my book doesn't sell. 
That's no. <laughs> People don't want to know about that shit. They want to know about how to samurai frog sex. <laughs> Steve, I think I think you found the right market. By the way, <laughs> we'll buy your book, dude. <laughs> Plantology, the okay, universe. Okay, so hold on. Go, go. So. So Mikeen tells me that that you you actually are quite talented uh, as an author, mm. or, or at least or at least have experience in journalism. Is that right? Yeah, I have experience. I don't know about I don't know if talents the right the right word. No, no, no. Charles never had to read any he's, of my rubbish. He's, but. he's being he's being um, what is that when you're fucking. Um, Modest. Modest. Modesty. <laughs> Modesty. Not yeah. something we have problems He's with. The picture no. of modesty. <laughs> <The> picture. <laughs> modesty. modesty. Samurai Steve. <laughs> no, no, no. Like fucking. Um. Just, just based off of how you're able to spin anything. Like you could take a subject. And you could spin a story out of that subject for just fucking forever. Yeah, I've been good at that for ages. I did yeah. do. I did when I was finishing grade 12 I did a diploma of freelance journalism I'd worked already um for probably five years all through my high school um period I'd worked at a the local newspaper mm. uh, so I'd done some typing and uh, reporting and basic journalism and I liked, I used to like writing stories, fictional stories. Teachers used to tell me they went on too long, and but I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck they they've, they've only got to read 30 of them. Fuck That's them, right. dude. <laughs> and I've, I've since, you know, I've always tried to write things. I used to write a little well, song lyrics or something more than poetry, or poetry maybe. Um tell stories can spin shit like getting drunk and mm. talking shit i guess yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you just put that down in in word form mm. that's perfect like we used i used to read these um these poets i've actually got one of them here actually i won't read any of the poetry but it's called old blazes and his verse is by paul croy and he's an old um he's an old mountaineer from like fucking i don't know when was this book made is he not Aussie, then. No, no, he's he's Oregonian. Um, copyright 1947. So this is this oh. book's from, I think, like, yeah, it would be 1947. This edition was made. That boy was a draft dodger, wasn't he? <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. I don't know. If you don't have an address, they can't find you, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're just there. <laughs> just disappear into the mountains. Yeah, just go into the mountains. But he's got heaps of, like, verses and stuff just about... Just random shit. Very interesting. A lot of it's prose, you know? Um, but it's like the... I think literary works nowadays versus literary works from, from ages back. They've definitely shifted into a, a very, like, cookie-cutter, pump out as much as you can, you know? Like, well, romance I, novels, for example. I think they used to have a broader... Especially with you look back some of the older Australian poets... Mm. You're looking at tougher times, you know, 50, 50 70 years ago and 100, 120. Yeah, we're, we're only pioneering the country or discovering Australia then. Mm. Where, you know, we got some of our poets riding around on horseback, going to places that no no one, well, apart from 
60,000 years of um, Aboriginals, of course. <laughs> they're not really people, <laughs> though, so it's but okay. <laughs> and their pictures, <laughs> their pictures on the rocks are nice, but the poetry... <laughs> Fuck, I gotta go the motherfuckers. Damn. <laughs> Keep going. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Times were different, so the poetry had to change. The the words you use change. I guess now a lot of people are offended about most things. Or well, sure. well, that's what. Come, come to the. Sorry, I, I was just say, dude, dude, come to the states, man, and it, it it's a rough time for artists right now. Yeah. Uh, like. Like particularly comedy is is it's it's dangerous again because mm. you can you can offend somebody and then uh, that and then that could be your career you know if you don't know how to spin it right and it's and it's it's sad because I think it's only really still a minority of people which are being offended and they're saying this but they're they've, they've all been given voices now you know that's so easy to hear a bunch of a, a couple yeah. of whinging people. Over the yeah, they all got a fucking podcast now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck, dude. Everybody makes a podcast. Everybody making podcasts, and how many of them are good? Zip. <laughs> but if you were to become good, like we're not saying you're not good, but if you become, if you, become, if you were mainstream <laughs> podcast, then you'd have to probably mould it. Mm. Whereas now you don't have to worry about moulding it. Yes. Yeah. You'll get the you'll get the the listening base that. Well, I definitely um, think there's an element to um, what makes podcasts good up to getting to mainstream is the fact that they don't give a fuck about what it is they're talking about. They're not worried about hurting a specific fan base because mm. they're not big enough to get canceled in the first place. No. Nah. And then when you get to that point, that's when that's, people start making a stink. That's not where we're at. <laughs> not yet. No. No, definitely not. No, dude. <laughs> No, um, no. I do want to ask you though, Steve. You you mentioned that uh, that you used to to write. It, it, did you kind of abandon that that creative outlet at some point in your life, or um, turned you away? Yeah, it's kind of. I don't know if it's abandoned fully, but it is. It is way on a back burner at the moment. Of the most recent things, the most recent things I wanted to try and write about just ended up a. A jumble I like I don't know where to start like I'd like to r- write a little bit about some of my life um mm. not that it's overly exciting or anything but to me it's interesting and it, even if it's just when I'm old and senile I've got something to look back at and remember you know like oh yeah this happened then because it's already hard to remember yeah things that have happened and you 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 try and well I my memory works by associating uh, things to that time. So I'm like, oh, well, this happened, but I can't really remember that when it happened. So I'm trying to think of where I was living or what I was doing or <laughs> who else was in my circle at that time before I can remember what period that actually happened. Was it yesterday? Was it five fucking years ago? I don't know, you know? So I think, and that's only going to get worse over time. We're not going to be able to remember... Uh, everything clearly forever. A lot of things you probably want to forget, but I, I think it'd just be interesting. Mm. Anyway, I wanted to write stories because I know I've got a. I know it's not 
big big noting myself, but one of the first things I learn about writing is if you can think of a subject, a topic that you've got an interest in, in uh, an interest in, then other people are also going to have an interest in it. Not everybody, but there will be people that have an interest in that same thing yeah. that, that interests you. It's just because right. there's fucking there's billions of us. <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be at least one. Yes, uh, at least one. <laughs> one other person's going to be like, oh, that's fucking interesting as. I'll that's read right. that. Well, that's the problem with our no, podcast man, I... is... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go on. I was just going to say, that's one of the only problems we really have with this podcast, is that it doesn't have a specific niche that it follows. It's very broad in the stuff we talk about. I mean, most of it is just dicks and cocks and, and ball sacks. And it's a very gay podcast. And in fact, I think we could really break out on the LGBTQ+, whatever, however many there are, market. We should. But... Dude, we should get on the, the rainbow parade for sure. We'll just change the color scheme. You know, we'll do rainbow color scheme instead. No, that'll that'll fucking sell it. Well, that's what I thought. I thought it was. Yeah. This one here, I thought it was an LGBTQ ABCD <laughs> thing because fucking. What are you trying to say, Steve? Look at your tie-dyed shirt. Look at it. <laughs> With your big glittery buddy. <laughs> You've been glittery. I've blinded myself the other day about three times trying to wear. I don't know what was worth the cane toads or the the weasel thing in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my eye! Uh, Definitely didn't help that it was the same eye. It was the same eye. I've got ultra sensitivity to. Oh yeah. No, I. Well. Well, I want to go back to, the, to this concept of, 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 man, that would honestly be really interesting, and, and I'm, I'm thinking about this even for myself, of just starting my autobiography hmm. now, you know, and then just adding to it as I get older, because you're right, Steve, I can't remember, a, thinking back to, like, 14-year-old Jonah, I'm like, I don't remember a fucking thing from when I was 14, already i can't remember but like so if i'm like 85 trying to write my memoirs down mm. there's gonna be some fucking gaps yeah maybe like the remember the time i tried to start a podcast <laughs> <laughs> what were we called the the marmosets oh, i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> the muskrat <laughs> the muskrat oh yeah the muskrat podcast yeah that that writer's block that that jumbled up bit i think that's very small because the way i had writing explained to me is at least one way to do it is you your rough draft is just it's so rough that it's almost unreadable very nigh unreadable you know what i mean and and, and then after you have everything out there then you start moving moving it around i think it's easier to do nowadays with like computers and stuff because you can just highlight a chunk and swap it to somewhere else but um, yeah and that's probably half the problem because i most of what i've ever written is kind of structured in my head and i'll write it from beginning to end i'll do not much more editing than some spell checking or something like that through it making sure the words I used are right and and then send it off but I was trying to write a little bit about a the six year period of my like drug abuse 
and just limit it to that kind of period of time. Mm. And it was it was hard because you've got so much things. Mm. And I'm sorry, you know, I just gave up because I couldn't drift through it, I think. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. That's a very sporadic time frame. You know? A lot of shit happens when you're on drugs. I don't know, maybe I had the wrong concept to start so, off so with. Wait. So wait, so wait, uh, so it's, so, so you went through a six year period of your life that you were like, I fucking love drugs. Oh, uh, drugs are the shit. I'm all about this shit right here. I don't think that period ever ends. Well, not to, not to use this moment to promote, uh, condone or, um, glorify drug use, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always been, I've, I've always had an opinion of, that was fucking drugs rock, man. I love them. I, it's it's only in the past five years of my life that I've not really used any um, at all. <laughs> Apart from, well, I do. When I come hang out. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and that's that took me a while to get to, you know, just, to, just an occasional joint or something now. Huh? Yeah. But I used to, I always smoked weed from like eighth grade or something like that and dabbled in amphetamines and then that six period of six year period I'm talking about it was just like every day every day smoking meth had the crack pot fucking didn't have a coming coming down coming down as hard so I chose not to come down at all we just we just stayed high a couple of maybe a couple of days a week I'd I'd have a rest and um Jump back into the saddle, you know. <laughs> and just go again, go hard, yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. It wasn't a bad period of my life at all. There were some struggles associated with it, uh, but um, you know, a lot of the struggles that you experienced more, more so like legal struggles, or was it? Oh, there was a couple of them, but I didn't really out of personal. You can't worry about legal struggles, man. No. <laughs> Shit there, happens. There was, there was a couple of legal struggles. I ended up um, defending myself in court um, and having a few of them beaten, um, which is fun. Uh, I, that does sound fun. <laughs> it's, a waste of, it's a waste of time being in court. Like a cane toad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's fun when the cops come knocking you. I think I was having a, I don't know, was that, it could have been one of my daughter's birthdays and the cops come knocking on the, oh, everyone was there. I had my sister, my whole family, my brother had just joined the police force. He'd just gone through police academy. Um, he shows up back home like, "What's up, Steve?" No, yeah, Ollie, he, he's like, "I'm here to, I'm here to arrest." <laughs> no, he was there with me. He knows, he knew who his brother was, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> we knew with him. We both knew there was going to be major troubles if he was. He came acting as an arresting officer. <laughs> there was, <laughs> there's going to be a little bit of brotherly love coming on, you know. <laughs> Well, sitting. The, my sister had a bridesmaid there from England, from you know, fifteen years, twenty years earlier. Big family gathering. I think it was my daughter's fifth birthday or something. I'm not sure. And then this other car, <laughs> this other car drove past, and uh, 
mum's like, oh, who's that? <laughs> and as they've kind of overshot the driveway and then reversed back up, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is fucking, this is days. <laughs> uh, the detectives. And, uh, yeah, I think... Ah, sorry. Translation, detectives. Yeah, days. Days. You're welcome. So it was an unmarked, unmarked car and plainclothes police officers. Jumped in. And, uh, Steve? Just saw, just saw Samurai Steve, and they're like, "I bet he's not mad." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, they'd come for. Um, I think it was they had an email address, um, so they'd actually they'd done some police work. They had an email address, which was from one of my housemates, um, but the IP address from the computer thing was my was my address. So that actually, I was impressed when they got that far because normally a fucking cop has never done that much work. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't think that hard about it. No. Nah. <laughs> we come to their lap. How are we going to find this person? <laughs> <laughs> well, no cop I've ever had to come across. You know, obviously there are people who do that and good on it. But anyway, it was for something that had... Oh, He'd fucking he'd done something. He'd ordered something with a stolen credit card, and um, from this IP address. And anyway, it was, it was like, oh, we've come to arrest you. And I'm like, fucking what, brother? My fucking whole family's here. We told us and they're like, oh, well, if you agree to a, a roadside interview kind of thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, t- I'll tell you some stories. And, uh... <laughs> a, roads, a roadside interview? Yeah, like, yeah, so... Sounds like the nicest way to rest somebody possible. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're just going to roadside interview. <laughs> yeah, we're going to ask you. But the, the stupid thing is, they didn't even fucking... The first time round, they didn't even um, have a recorder going. And so I've incriminated myself to a bunch of fucking crimes which were only mildly related to that. <laughs> but while also at the same time denying... Everything else. And denying the responsibility for that. Because I'm like, that's his crime. Fucking catch that cut. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, we'll come back, we'll do the paperwork and we'll come back and we'll issue you with a fucking notice to appear or whatever it is and i'm like fucking well i spent probably about four or five weeks like a month or so in court just once every week or fortnight or something a couple of it was probably four or five appearances in court um and got off on whatever they decided to charge me for i think it was fraud or receiving uh property receiving reward from tainted things. I don't know what they had, but I didn't get charged with anything in the end. Didn't get, um, well, convicted. Didn't get convicted of any of them. And that was one of my many, uh, well, one of my couple of battles that I had (laughs) in court. (laughs) So, so tell me about whenever the, like it all came to a head as, as far as like, You've been having a great fucking time. Like, and the amphetamine game, <laughs> sick, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it, dude. And then, and then you, and then you got this daughter, you got a few run-ins with the coppers. Yeah. And then what, 
what is the culminating event that you were like, I gotta, I gotta make a fucking change here? Yeah, well, I'd, um, I'd probably about six months beforehand, I'd um, lost the house I was living in. I'd spent most of the struggle come from keeping this fucking house. Uh, the girls had grown up in it, so it was uh, uh, ten years or eleven years I'd been in this house, and I eventually just couldn't keep up. Um, with the rent, I was um, not working at at one stage. I think for about twelve months, I had off work, um, and then I was making money from having housemates and stuff there. But I had no housemates, and I had no work. And so over the twelve month period, I think I ended up about six months behind in in rent because. Oh fuck! Yeah, because if you rely on government allowance, you they only pay you half of fucking what rent is worth. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I was rent was three hundred and thirty dollars a week, and I was getting six hundred dollars a five, just under six hundred dollars a fortnight. Mm. So that wasn't fucking working out. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even that many amphetamines. No, well, I, I rarely ever paid for um, amphetamines over that six month period. I rarely. Um, spent a dime on it. Might might have spent probably ten thousand dollars or something over, or ten thousand maybe in a year. I don't know, but fucking it. And it sounds funny. I think if I wasn't on the gear, maybe I could have found her. If I wasn't on the gear, I still couldn't have afforded that house under that circumstances where mm. I wasn't working, um, and I had no housemates. You know, I was. I'd went through stages. I'd have fucking six Korean backpackers living with me and I'd be charging them 120 bucks a week each. <laughs> <laughs> so I was making four, I was making like four weeks rent every week at one stage. <laughs> well, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so did why weren't you working? Was it the the, the drugs at the time that was like you're like ah like like I'm figuring it out or was it an injury or well it was a kind of combination of both I'd had a I'd had a car accident at work and I'd got a fairly decent payout uh, from third party uh, from that and um, so that would have kept me on I I think I got fired for taking someone home who was sick and he told me he told me the boss had said don't take this cunt home like put him on a fucking train he'd said it before to me and I'm like if that was me and I was sick I'd fucking take the yeah I'd want to be taken home the same way no one else had a license I was the only one with a fucking license in the company so I was picking up fucking Harry, Larry, Joe and Moe on the way to work. <laughs> they <a> fucking company. <laughs> Wait, you work for companies that people have licenses? <laughs> Dude, how privileged are you over there in your fucking ivory state, you know? <laughs> the bloody, the home of the free, the lucky country. <laughs> We've got Walmart's man. My... I can't wait to put on my white collar on Monday and look down on you people. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Blue collar, yeah. dude, blue collar is the only way to live. But so, ultimately, I think it came to, I didn't really feel I needed to work at that time. I had a, I had a lot of money um, and I had 
some reliable housemates. I probably have two or three people living with me at the time. Um, so I just had a fucking holiday. Mm. And uh, when yeah. it started going to shit, I had to kick old mate out because he was the one whose internet got... <laughs> he, yeah, was, yeah. he was the one who was bringing some drama. Anyway, so then I, I, I commandeered my mate's mum's house... Um, when I got kicked out, I'm in, dude. Yeah, I'm just like, I, what is, I'm coming to live here now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pirate, oh, Steve, oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> well, I had nothing else to do. I'm like, well, fuck. I'm not ready to be homeless right now. <laughs> so I guess, I guess I'm coming to live with you because. <laughs> I mean, and she had given me a lot of math over the few, last few years, which is no. And I'm like, well, you know, you've spent a lot of time at my house over the past two, three, four years. I think it's now time I return the favour and spend a lot of time at your house. <laughs> now, I was happy. She was happy because she got to dig her fucking claws in a little bit. Mm. Um, and that started going a bit sour with her. She, and she was my best friend for a long time before I started fucking sleeping with her. Yeah, shit goes downhill after that, doesn't it? Yeah. She changed. Yeah. She changed. Yeah. Dude, rule number one, don't fuck your mate's mom's meth connection in your in her own house. Well, be my ass, you know, she'd sit there all fucking night and I'd be like, ah... Oh. Yeah, looking like a snack, you know. He's just flicking through bloody um, <laughs> plenty of fish or fucking whatever they had back then in the day, and and she'd go home and I'd have to fuck a bat off. I'm like, fuck yeah, well this is no fun. Eventually I'm gonna have to fuck her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're doing your your, your duty. It's yeah. a service. Yeah, it's a service. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, she's going to have to fuck me. That's <laughs> she, she can't just keep coming in, sitting on my fucking couch all night. It's a give and take. You got to get some out relationships yeah. work. Yeah. Fucking off when the birds start singing in the morning. I'm like, no one wants to be left alone <laughs> when the sun's coming up. <laughs> the birds are singing. <laughs> anyway, shit went sour. Let me... She went sour at her yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And without, I won't go into any detail, but I decided at one night um, that enough was enough. I didn't fucking... I thought her son was a fuckhead in the end. I thought she was a fuckhead. I was imagining them all as cane toads <laughs> where I could just come along and sweep their heads off, <laughs> stick them on the end of the knife, and I thought... Mm. Maybe not. Probably, <laughs> probably time to go. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should get out of this place. There's some dark imagery going on. So, uh, I remember my mate looking at me. We were sitting on... When I was still at my house, in fact, and people, people just come and go, and that was one of the downfalls. I didn't exercise the control over my house that I probably should have mm. all the time. Because they're giving me fucking free meth, you know, so I didn't really give a shit. It's a place to do it, they've got it, you know? <laughs> but I remember one night when this bloke was looking at me, goes, Steve, that's a pretty um, serious expression on your face, what are you thinking? I'm like, oh, 
Well, I was just thinking of uh, throwing a jerry can of fuel over everybody here in the lounge room, lighting a match and walking out. (laughs) 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 He's like, (laughs) that's nice. (laughs) Carried on, whatever the fuck they're doing. (laughs) I'm like, did you bring any? Did you bring any petrol? (laughs) (laughs) Barbecuing, you know, no worries. So anyway, when I got sick of living at this house, I just left in the middle of the night and I spent um, probably about three or four nights in my car. I decided this is where I live now, sleep in my car. I'm pretty lucky. I don't know where my mum and dad were at that time. They were out, but they got a decent sized property and they've got a little shack dad built years ago down in the little forestry part of it. So I went and I set up a tent down next to the shack because the shack had a lot of animals living in it. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep in that shack, man. There was shit in the walls. Yeah, dude, even, even in the shack, you would have had a roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of. I had a lot of roommates. I had like twenty six people live with me over that eleven year period after me because of the kids' mum when she moved out. It was just like. Um, Almost as soon as we'd moved into this house. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm keeping this place, no matter how hard it gets. And, you know, I had kids every weekend and fucking once through the week. And that was the pattern. It was like fucking, everyone fucks off over the weekend. No one's no one's there while the kids are there. It's just fucking, it's their house. They run around doing whatever the fuck they want. Which, <laughs> which they still do. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they do. <laughs> Poor Naomi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was, so I spent, uh, probably at this stage, just before I'd left, I had got another job, so I was working again um, as a cleaner, but I was, I'd spent probably about six weeks, five or six weeks or something living in this shack, no electricity, no water, I was trying to wash my socks in the fucking dam in the dam water and you try not to stir up too much mud when you go in put your socks in they usually come out stiffer than fucking what they went in a little bit of algae a bit of bacteria you know go and have a shit down the boat ramp which was about fucking 5k's down the road (laughs) well I did make myself a little temporary was there a sign? hey was there a sign? A s- Five Ks down the road. <laughs> yes. I'm only going off the sign. <laughs> it was probably further. It probably was further, but took, we wouldn't know. It took me 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. So, so you're living. You're living next to a shack in the in the woods on your parents' property. Yeah. Uh, and you're washing your socks in um, the dam. We'll just call it murky water. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, something, something's got to give here. Well, I, I, when I left, I the moment it. I left that house, I stopped using drugs. I didn't, because they were the. That was where I was getting it from. That was the whole connection. So I left, and I'm by myself now. I'm just in the middle of nowhere. Um, straightening up for the first time in fucking six or seven years yeah that was probably like the best place to do it too yeah and i I loved it it it, it was a great time i Mm. I still fucking loved it 
Uh, I had nothing to bother me. Did you go through any any kind of detox at all? And then, like, nah, I think I had the advantage of also having some shitty gear leading up to it. So it wasn't like the greatest, most pure, best fun of my life. It was just like, eh, yeah. why am I fucking bothering? <laughs> right. yeah, if it was just yeah. a little bit better, better it might have been a little bit better. I might have still been there. But <laughs> it wasn't. They had shit gear. Oh, they were shit people, and I was fucking. It was time to go. So, so I went. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was right. I enjoyed the the quietness, got a bit fucking thing, but I had I had work to go to, so you know, I'd jump on my bike and I'd go do a bit of part time cleaning. Um. I, I think I ended up storing a bit of my shit in the factory where I, <laughs> where I worked there. Some of my stuff was stored there. I got a storage unit, put all my stuff in there for a year, and then uh, eventually threw all that out. <laughs> so I'd wasted $1,000, $1,500 on storage <laughs> for shit that just ended up, I donated it to charity or dumped right. it. yeah. Fucking. <laughs> so, so how do you feel now? I assume this was how long ago was that? Um, well, that would have been twenty seventeen. I think it was twenty fourth of August, twenty seventeen, where I where I left and decided I kind of had enough of okay. taking shitty drugs. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, because if you're going to do it, you might as well do, do good do ones. Yeah, That's right. And I came to that about... Yeah, find some pure shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff that makes you see gone. You got to come to the States, dude. We got the best shit here. <laughs> we, got, we got proper meth houses here, dude. We got whole trailer parks devoted to the production and distribution. Wait, of we, we did have some good shit. Shit and we... You know, I don't know. I think... I think it, I was in the pioneering days of when it was it was switching from meth to, to crystal meth kind of to ice. And it was a different thing. I knew I knew when I when I um, started smoking ice, ice and all this just by the calm down. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna be in trouble, be in trouble. Had mental health issues with the calm down. It was not just just I feel a bit sad. sad. It's like I gotta. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go punch an old lady to steal her, steal her watch, sell it to get to get some more. Yeah. You know? I want to kill kid. <laughs> but yeah, I never, never fucking looking to any kind. Never, never fucking stole anything. Never, never fucking. Yeah, I think I was, was a pretty good cat of crackhead. Like, oh. yeah, as far as far as crackheads go, yeah, 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 crackheads yeah. Go. I just did, did, I did me. I was working for a long time. It was just just that period of that year that fuck fuck me. Where you know, financially, you just hmm. single male, you needed a job to fuck the fuck your house. <laughs> yeah. I guess that year that that kind of kind of that darn kind of actually actually helped you out in the long run though, though didn't it? Ultimately, when it comes around. It, it probably did. I, 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 it's hard to say what helps and what hurts. That's why I don't have, don't have, a, don't have a problem or regret with any way of. I lived that period, that period of my time. Just the, uh, the people you're around, wasn't, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think, and we're good friends to start, start with. So we lo- I lost a few friendships and, and things like that. But I don't, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see. That I, that I changed that dr- dr- dramatic or drastically. 
um, say that it was as a result of the driver's driving behaviour or anything. Or anything. But that could have just just been me. Yeah, it's all part of the delusion. But I'm, I can't regret. regret I can't. Um, well, there's no point in regretting regret it. it. Yeah, it's already been been done. And, part of the know. life, and it's a form and thing. You know, I've always had, always had a little apple of drugs here, here and there. Uh, I'd like to think that I, I still probably would, would, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not afraid of them. No. <laughs> the things I can... Uh, uh, you can stop. I can stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can just stop. You can have a bit, a bit, yeah. and then they stop. Not, not yeah. go full head over heels yeah. into it. You literally experienced a brief bout of homelessness. And you were like, fuck, all right, I'm good. Just, just some humility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get back into the system. Yeah. And I embraced it as that. Embraced it as that as well. Embraced that um, this is 100% a, a result of me. Lack of effort. <laughs> that, <laughs> that has led me. Samurai pirate drifter. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that'd, that'd be a good book too. And you just call it call it fucking murky water as well. well. Murky water. water. <laughs> Stiff socks. Stiff socks. Story of Steve. Stiff socks. Steve. <laughs> Steve, I I would like to to really encourage you to uh, to write that book, dude. Uh, I mean, I mean, at least get some sh- get some short stories down. Mm. In some type of chronological order, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have to be a full fucking published whatever the fuck. But well, no, I feel uh, like a. I really enjoy the way that you think, at least. Yeah, like an anthology. I, I like some of your writing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. an anthology series of different stories and stuff. You know, yeah, like, it could be, 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 that's probably the better way. Like, that job I got um, as a cleaner, it was one of the best jobs I had, I think. Um, it was one of those bosses I've had, um, Nathan and Nathan, and they were pretty good, good too, although I really, I really, Charlie was, a, was a, my best mate out of, out of that cleaning crew, crew but, and he, and he, I because I was still, you know, a little bit fucking free, free flowing, I had, I had no feel still from what I was thinking, thinking and I'll say... <laughs> I'd say because because to make us laugh, and we were having a laugh and shit, and fucking and Nathan's like, oh, oh, you could write a story just on the housemates that you've had. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah. I want to hear about the Korean backpackers more, dude. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. What what was the worst part about the oh. Korean backpackers? I just. Uh, hey, hey, Mike and. Oh. Uh, the audio's getting rather shit on my end. Is it? Um, it's something. It's like doubling up. You want me to call you back? No, if, if you want. Uh, yeah, maybe call back, or, or did you want to cut the the regular podcast there, and we'll move to the broach? Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. What are we sitting at? Oh, an hour and eighteen minutes. Well, oh, geez, that was fast. Perfect. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, well, um, yeah, no, we'll cut there, and uh, we'll ring back. But uh, uh, might charge the headphones while I set it up outside. I don't, I don't know. Your audio is getting choppier and choppier. Is it okay? Um, all right, I'll I'll wrap it up. That's it up. all right. Let's 
Yeah, let's bid it adieu. Yeah. To to Steve, dude. I want to really thank you for uh, for sharing your tale, Steve. I, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Thank, thank you for me. I'm good to meet you too. Too. No, no. That's a lot. No worries. I should have uh, painted myself better picture. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll bring you on, you on again. <laughs> we'll do it up to Steve. <laughs> Tell us some, some stories where I was in the cut. Next, next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, can't even fucking hear him. Alright, everybody, well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Diesel. Uh, we will see you next week. Um, if you'd like to hear the second half of this conversation, where we go, we go out under them and get properly fucked up. Up only eight eight dollars a month for the cost of a Chipotle burrito in the states. I don't know. I don't know what the limit is here because uh, Australia doesn't have real money. Dollar reduce. Dollar reduce. Dollar reduce. Dollar reduce.